This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening. I'm Cooper Patak, a national recruiting analyst with 24-7 Sports, alongside my colleague Andrew Ivins. And Drew, we got a lot to talk about today. Arch Manning, the number one player in the top 24-7 and the number one quarterback in the top 24-7, coming off the board to the Texas Longhorns. A huge gift for Texas. This was a three-team race between Texas, Georgia, Alabama, some heavy hitters. They were all in it. But at the end of the day, Arch Manning deciding to take his talents to Austin. Drew, what are your is your initial reaction? Texas is back. I mean, I don't know if they're back right now, but uh, I would think, you know, when you look at the, the quarterback room there in Austin, you got Arch Manning and you got Quinn Ewers, a guy that we had ranked number one overall in two different classes, 22 and 21. Now you throw Arch Manning into the mix, who is probably um, the most talked about recruiter recruit ever in the modern recruiting era with the internet and all that stuff. I mean, Texas one of these guys should, in theory, if our rankings are correct and what we think about them, they should carry him, to carry the Longhorns to the college football playoff or, or, or at least an appearance. So I think this is a huge statement for Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, Georgia, Kirby Smart, they just won a national title. They're essentially drafting guys right now. Uh, and they go head to head with the Bulldogs and land Arch Manning. You know, Alabama was also involved in there. So this is a big, I just think, statement, a, a flex for Steve Sarkeesian. You know, you keep reading different things from our colleagues, Steve Wiltfall out there it seems like you know that relationship sark had with arch uh, paid off in the end and you know this was a different recruitment I mean Eli Manning was involved Peyton Manning was involved there, there was a council a committee nothing leaked out uh, and at the end of the day Texas you know that they, they they went out and Cooper you know I want to ask you man you just saw Arch Manning throw we were just doing our rankings calls you know, we're trying to stack these quarterbacks we're, we're calling it a really uh, top heavy year at the position I mean just your thoughts on Arch Manning what, what is Texas getting who does your mind you of well I think they're getting a prototypical quarterback what you're looking for at the position and then you add in that name that pedigree and We've gone back and forth on this. What does that mean when you, when you get a name and a legacy like Arch Manning? I think that means a lot. Being able to see him in person last month in New Orleans, I loved it. And I love getting there early, about an hour or two before practice, getting to see him kind of go through his individual routine and get to see his competitive temperament. Keeps to himself very serious, very focused and detailed uh, all the way through the spring portion of practice. But really loved what I saw. In terms of the talent, everything's there. Being able to make every throw on the field, I think he's a little bit more athletic than both of his uncles, Peyton and Eli. So he can do a little bit more outside the pocket as well. But in terms of playing the game and operating within the offense and elevating the talent around him, I think that's where he's exceptional. Uh, and a guy that I want to comp him to a little bit, and he is our number one player. And this was a guy that was drafted number one just a few years back was Joe Burrow. And a guy that was surrounded by elite level talent at LSU, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards, Elaire. And he was kind of the guy that made things go. I think we talked about Texas and the job that they've done on the offensive line in that class of 2022, some of the names that they brought in, that paid big dividends, I think, in the recruitment of Arch Manning. He's going to have no shortage of talent on the perimeter as well. And then when you stack up the play callers between at Texas, 
Alabama in Georgia. I think Steve Sarkeesian certainly has the best resume. So in terms of the best fit for Arch Manning offensively, I think that was undoubtedly Texas. So I think he's going to be in a great spot there, a great spot to get developed. And in in, in the future, uh, I would not be shocked if we hear his name be called as one of the first in the NFL draft. But Drew, I want to go back to it a little bit big picture, take a step back here. Are there some other names that could potentially Texas sway now in their recruitments now that Arch Manning is in the boat? Well, you mentioned it. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian, he's entering year two, right? So he had that first transition class last year in the 22 cycle. He signs a top five group. And you know, if you if you go up and down that commit list, what you see a lot of is a lot of offensive linemen. So he had six of the seven offensive linemen that they signed were ranked, you know, four stars or higher. So we consider those guys blue chips. So I think he got the foundation for what you need. I mean, you go into the SEC, it's a point of attack game. You got to be good. You got to protect your quarterbacks, whether that's Arch Manning, Quinn Ewers, you got to start there. Now I think they're going to try to build it out, get some of those perimeter playmakers. And you know, they've been active in the transfer portal. We've seen some of that, but at the end of the day, you got to get your homegrown guys, the guys you recruit. And I think Arch Manning, you know, ballers want to play with ballers. You know, that's kind of the saying, blue chip guys want to play with blue chip guys. So I think this is going to open a lot of doors for Texas, or maybe not open them, but allow the Longhorns to to close the door and lock up some of these guys. Jonte Cook, the wide receiver, top 247 talent out of the Lone Star State. And, you know, we already see some crystal balls going in for him to join the Longhorns. I think he visits in a few weeks. Um, you know, Cedric Baxter, he's a running back right in my neck of the woods. Uh, our number two running back uh, in Orlando. You know, I, I think Arch going to Texas is only going to help the Longhorns in that recruitment. So I, I think, you know, Arch is such a big name that kids from corner to corner in this across the, the nation are going to want to play with him. So uh, I anticipate, you know, is he going to be a top five class again? I don't know. I got to get out the, the class calculator and, and play around with it a little bit. But I think Texas is going to sign another elite hall. And that's what the name of the game these days. you got to stack elite recruiting class after elite recruiting class and get some depth. And it, it seems like uh, Steve Sarkeesian has Texas headed in the right direction when it comes to, to roster management and talent acquisition. Drew, I want to talk a little bit about the potential ripple effect among the top 24-7 quarterbacks, three of the top four quarterbacks in the top 24-7 now off the board and committed. But one of those guys is Dante Moore. He is now between Texas A&M, Michigan, LSU, a lot of suitors for him. Oregon's also in that race as well. Alabama was one of those teams who was in it with Arch Manning. Eli Holstein, top 24-7 quarterback out of Louisiana, was committed to them. So Bama kind of hedged their bets. But now there's Georgia without a quarterback in the top 24-7 and without a quarterback in the class of 2023. Where might the Bulldogs turn now that Arch Manning is off the board? Well, I mean, it's an interesting look at that graphic, right? You know, seven of the top 10 are committed. We'll probably see another one come off the board this weekend. And Jaden Rashada, he's announcing on Sunday. Seems like Miami, Florida, the two teams to know there. You know, I, I don't know where Georgia goes here. They they had really invested a lot of the resources into Arch Manning. I think one name you got to know, Jaden uh, Jaden Davis, the, the class of 2024 quarterback. We talk about him all the time on the show. I'm a huge fan. I think he's uh, more college ready than some think. Does that mean he can play as a true freshman? Absolutely not. But I think he's further along in the curve, a little bit of an older kid. And, you know, he's a guy who's been in Athens multiple times. My question is with Jaden, hey, do you try to get him to reclassify, pull a Quinn Ewers, uh, do what some of these other guys are doing, get him on campus? Uh, I think that's a storyline you got to follow. But, you know, 
with the quarterback things, uh, it, uh, quarterbacks always work on, on a different timeline. There was talk of Arch Manning, you know, extending this thing into the fall months. He ends up committing now. You know, Dante Moore has made it clear he wants to see some of the, his finalists play. Could Georgia get involved there? So, you know, I, I don't know, but I would say Jaden Davis is definitely a name to keep an eye on for the Bulldogs, who, look, man, just won a national championship with Stetson Bennett under center. So uh, I, I wouldn't be too concerned about the quarterback play there in Athens. Drew, before we wrap up, I have to ask Texas, a lot of expectations going into Steve Sarkeesian's first year. They end up going five and seven, not making the postseason. Arch Manning now committing in June. Is this done? If, if Texas does not play well this year, does Arch Manning still end up in Austin at the end of the day? I mean, this is just my, you know, my, my read on it. I, I would think it is. You know, I mean, it, this this family was so calculated in everything they did. You know, Steve Wilfong, he, he was in out in New Orleans, I think, yesterday. He said uh, there was a passing league for uh, Arch Manning and, and his teammates. And you had Eli there, Peyton there. It seems like the meeting of the mind sat sat down at a boardroom table. And you know, I, I think they, they ran through every scenario, or I would like to think so. Uh, but the Mannings are so calculated. I, I would think it's pretty hard. I mean, Texas would have to take a, a mighty, mighty tumble in, in year two. But I, I just can't see that happening again. You got Quinn Ewers there. I think the trajectory in the arrow is pointing up. And you know, I, we've talked about it a bunch. I want to see week two against Alabama. That's going to be a, a huge game for a number of reasons. And, and Arch Manning will just be a nice little sidebar for that game. There you have it. Arch Manning, the number one player in the class of 2023, off the board to the Texas Longhorns. For Andrew Ivins, I'm Cooper Tagnan. Thanks for joining us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.